when I went into porn, I was very well aware of what the hell mm. I was doing. I knew mm. exactly the impacts it would have on my family, my dating life, and my child. So if I decided to do a scene, just like I, she decided to do the hijab scene, no one has a gun mm. pointed at her head, and then it blew up in a negative way, and then you want to cry, oh my God, I was like, she's grown. She's a grown woman. If I did a scene like that, or if I, if I did something like a race play scene, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. There, you, there's hours you? in between. Oh my god! Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, but now, all right. Now, I've never done porn, but I have done jobs in general as a just yeah. a worker. Y'all never made a dumb decision on some shit because you didn't fully know the scope of some shit at the time. Like an employer, you know, offered you fifteen an hour, and you later realized that for that job they should have been paying you twenty, and you accepted it, and blah blah blah. Like most people in their twenties don't have the scope of vision to think about their fifties, and that's everybody in every job. A motherfucker who's working construction, who's busting his ass every day because he's getting a very good check, he's not thinking, "Oh damn, I'm gonna have sciatica when I'm forty-five, so I shouldn't blame the construction company for not having proper safety shit because I agreed to the job." Like at that point, I wouldn't blame the company; I would blame myself. I just, I just wasn't thinking. Personally, me, I'm thinking about 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the line. I know exactly what to expect. So, you think these companies are too, though? It's a red flag. How are you feeling, gorgeous? Me? Good. Of course you. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, okay. Very nice. <laughs> no, I'm good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So what were we talking about? I think it was I think it was on some Mia Khalifa slander. I think that was what was going no, on. No, it was a slander. I think y'all slandering. Leave my girl no. alone. <laughs> now we was talking about your um, your rampant distrust of the porn industry and how every woman who enters it is subjected to the trauma. Yeah, I don't know, man, because I'm not into shit. So I'm just you know armed. I'm just coming up with armchair politics. I don't fucking know. But it seems like some. Um, but okay, okay. Some um, some significant amount of performers have negative shit to talk about, including but not limited to straight up being raped on set type shit. Like I watched a mm -hmm. whole interview of I'll, I'll put the link because but this this woman just talked about her experience of being and but the people who do that, like who produce that porn or whatever, all the niggas are in jail now because they was raping a bunch of women creating that content or whatever. And mm -hmm. she just talked through that whole like grooming process and them tricking her and da 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 da. da. So I'm like some at least some some people is telling the truth like some people is, is on some bullshit but then if we're talking about mia khalifa i'm like what benefit would it be to her to shit on the industry and maybe there's an answer to this i don't know what benefit would it be to her to lie and shit on the industry if those things weren't true or a problem like what does that gain her you were wearing the islamic headscarf often known as hijab and of course, then it developed into a sort of a sex scene. You must have known how provocative that was. I verbatim told them, you guys are gonna get me killed. And they said? They just laughed. Why didn't you then say, I'm not doing it? Intimidation. I was scared. I don't think she necessarily lied. Like everybody has their own experience. But my thing is like, when I went into porn, I was very well aware of what the hell mm. I was doing. I knew mm. exactly the impacts it would have on my family, my dating life, and my child. So if I decided to do a scene, just like I, she decided to do the hijab scene, no one has a gun mm. pointed at her head, and then it blew up in a negative way, and then you want to cry, oh my God, I was like, she's grown. She's a grown woman. If I did a scene like that, or if I, if I did something like a race play scene, 
I know what crazy. I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. Have there, you, there's would hours you? in between. Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, okay, because I was about to say, because when you said it, I was like, oh, my God, you are kind of ambiguous if you wanted to. Yeah. You could probably get away with a few different things, too. You could. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, fuck but up a like, whole I, race I, that's I would, not even yours. Like, yeah, like, oh I offered, I got, I got offered to do ghetto gaggers. Do you know what that is? No, well, yeah, no, but, oh, okay, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty much like, these white men see these black women and then they, they hire them for porn, but they treat them like they beat them up pretty much while fucking them. Like, uh, foot on head, like, making, like, forcibly making them throw up, like, stuff like that, and they call it ghetto gaggers. If I accepted that scene and did it, and then... Why would I cry about? Why would I cry about it later? Do you know what I mean? Like I signed up for that. There's weeks and days in between these scenes of what we know about them, and then we'll do them. We got time to. So think. you can you can think about it. You can pull out that yeah. kind of thing. I it's not like, like same day, and it's like, oh, I need to make rent. Fuck, I don't have another scene for two weeks. I guess I got to do mm. this one. Not for a scene like that, especially if it was a hijabi scene like that. There was weeks, days leading up to it. The okay. thought process should have been there. She's grown. But now, all right. Now, I've never done porn, but I have done jobs in general as a just yeah. a worker. Y'all never made a dumb decision on some shit because you didn't fully know the scope of some shit at the time. Like an employer, you know, offered you 15 an hour and you later realized that for that job, they should have been paying you 20 and you accepted it and blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like the you agreed to it shit is like, yeah, but maybe you didn't have the full context. Maybe you're, you know, what, 22? You're, you know, you're, you're grown, you're an adult, but you don't have the yeah. full context of what your life is going to be. Like, most people are not, most people in their 20s don't have the scope of vision to think about their 50s. And that's everybody in every job. A motherfucker who's working construction, who's busting his ass every day because he's getting a very good check, he's not thinking, oh, damn, I'm going to have sciatica when I'm 45. And, and so I shouldn't blame the construction company for not having proper safety shit because I agreed to the job. Like, you know what I'm saying? At that point, I wouldn't blame the company. I would blame myself. I just, I just wasn't thinking. I th personally, mm. me, I'm thinking about 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the line. I know exactly what to expect. So you think these companies are too, though. Like, you don't think the NFL is thinking about the fact that they can cuss in these young men. You know, mm -hmm. with a, a very lucrative check, you know, these boys not thinking about or men are, are not thinking about, hey, I'm not going to be able to get through the full alphabet by the time I'm 35. But now this check looks pretty fucking good. Like, but you even before you I wasn't in the porn industry, I was well aware that the porn industry didn't give a shit about me. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's Fair. Just things I I'm not going to say I did full research, but I looked at interviews. I definitely watched hours of interviews before I actually decided, which I mean, it wasn't that long before I decided. And I was like, okay, well, it's I, I can study and I can research, but like at the end of the day, I know that these companies, even if I was going into music as an artist, I know these yeah, companies. They're an don't. employer. They don't give a shit about you. Okay. Yeah. So if I go into something and we are given the option, I'm not sure how it was like however long ago she did porn, like what, 10 years ago, I think, when that scene came out. But at least I know now that if you're on set, if you don't want to do something, even if the dick is this close to your mouth, you can literally say no. And you can walk out. Is that true? True? Because I'm I'm thinking yeah. about that one interview of what? I mean, do, do you know the it, the one I'm talking about? Um, it was what? like girl. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Do porn or something like that? 
like that 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 production house that they all went to prison. Jenna and shit. Fox. That was on Netflix, right? Oh no, 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 it was it was oh oh right no that's you're not that about, one. They're talking um, about the one with Jenna Fox. Was it a black girl? Um, I, I recently don't... saw like something with her where she was talking about a similar experience. What that was with in the context of working with a certain person if i'm not mistaken certain performer no it was yeah. like somebody in the comments i'm sure will, will or i'll look it up but it was like is an interview called like porn is the new like and so i have multiple big men in the room i'm five foot five don't have my phone and and they're like okay take your clothes off michael pratt needs a picture to make sure you are who you say you are uh that's when i i really felt terrified and began to panic um, and eventually they not by my choice. Supposedly ex-porn star, but as she was talking about it, she was like, I'm not an ex-porn star. Like, I was just raped during this scene. That's just all that happened. I never did another scene after this. I never done one before, blah, blah, blah. But the company that she was talking about this experience with, they had a bunch of other cases against them, and the whole production team and all of them went to went to prison because it was a situation like what you described of, like, them – putting you in increasing scenarios you know like hey sign this paper do this do this and so it's like there's a dick in front of your face and you're like okay i don't want to do this and they're like you got to do it otherwise we're gonna leak the nudes that we already took of you kind of shit so but that maybe that's not the usual experience like that was a super super deviant kind of yeah situation that's a, that's a that's a little different i mean i'm not the one to to say that any victims are lying that is obviously course, yeah. not but something you know, i stand behind experience. Yeah, and it, it, for me, I'm not exactly sure how I would have reacted, but I know if it was now, if, if I was still deciding to do that, and it was real, look, I'm, I would still try to walk out. I don't, I don't know, but mm. that's a little different. That's a little different. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. But I've personally never like, experienced anything like that. Thank God. Because, like, anyone, I'd be like, when, when we've talked about it before, it's kind of like you have a, a frame of mind that this is what it is for everybody. No, no, like, no, not yet. It's like fucked up shit happened, and no matter what you do, it's like fucked up shit is gonna happen. Not you know, not to everybody, of course, but like you're always gonna mm. have like these instances of some really like horrific fucked up shit happening. And you know that's unfortunate. As unfortunate as it is, as it is it's just like you know, is, does that mean the entire ecosystem is like just like that? You know, it's like yeah. Yeah, no, no. that's not even what I'm saying. Really, like it just seems like it sometimes because you be going kind of hard. No, like because because I feel like when you criticize like. I, and I know, I know I talk spicy on the podcast and it seemed like I'm just saying everything's a conspiracy, everything's evil, everything. It's more like, it's like the cops. Like we all understand when we talk about Black Lives Matter and police brutality, we understand that most cops probably get through their career without murdering somebody. Most black people walk down the street without getting murdered by police. Most police interactions don't end in a murder. But when they do, we got to talk about it. Cause it's a whole, it's a problem with the whole thing. Like even if it's just a little tiny section, it's an impactful one. So if I'm not saying like, oh, most porn is horrific and all these women are getting raped. I'm not saying that. I, like I'm obviously not saying that. Like we talk about porn on the pod. Like I'm obviously not saying that. I'm just saying it seemed like maybe it's some dark shit going on in some of these situations that maybe oh. is not being addressed. I don't know. Like could be wrong. 100%. But I just, I just wouldn't like negate the entire industry because of your personal experience. Oh, it's yeah, like to me, it's yeah. it's about uh, like how I talk about how like some some women just date dudes who always cheat on them. So at the end of the day, they're like men are shit. No, your experience has been shit. But it doesn't mean 
every man is shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, I look at it like that. Like, an individual experience True. doesn't, but it also doesn't negate a general experience. Right. So, it's... it's There's bits and pieces. So, I see what you... Yeah, okay. So, so your, your thinking is Mia Khalifa may very well have had some... Oh, well, maybe has had some negative experiences. More than likely has, has had some negative experiences. Yeah. Yes, probably so. Especially being but a brown girl, like, in what, what was it, like, the early, like, what, 08, 09, 2010, something oh, like that. Hell, yeah, yeah I heard about that. doing the, the hijab thing? Yeah, like, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, I think that was Absolutely. way back then. So it's definitely, and she was brown, too. So it definitely was different for her versus all of her, like, white counterparts, oh, yeah. for example. Yeah, because they weren't uh, offering the hijabi jobs to the white, because you could get white women, black women, you can get any porn star person who's, you know, under 25 to do some dumb shit. If you put the mm -hmm. right money in front of them, they don't know, you know, like people don't, you can get somebody 40 to do some dumb shit if you put the right money in front of them. Like it's always somebody who's willing to coon a bit for whatever their marginalized group is, coon a little bit for, for some cash. Yeah. And I feel like the person who, the person who coons has some responsibility. I don't disagree with y'all on that, but the person yeah. asking them to coon has, I think, I think more responsibility. Like the director mean? of a minstrel show. Like, I'll be specific because I was trying to talk around it. If we have somebody like Candace Owens, right? Candace Owens get, gets on Fox or whatever and says some coon shit or Daily Wire or whatever. She's responsible for that. But the Ben Shapiro's and the Fox News and all them white men that are turning those cameras on and paying those electricity bills and saying which talking points can go forward, they're also responsible for providing the platform for her coonery is what I'm getting at. Yeah. You don't think so? But I feel like at the end of the day, like, the people who are going to listen to Candace Owens, we're going to listen to her regardless. I don't. I don't feel like people like that. I mean, they do have they an change impact minds. on people. They change minds. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, it's up to the person whose mind is being changed up to be aware of that, to be aware of their own biases and their own ignorance. You know. Mm -hmm. Y'all overestimating people's stupidity because I don't argue about uh, I mean, this on the pod. The I last thing, way dumber than y'all. Last thing is always say, I was like, ah, but because like, if you ignorant, like how do <laughs> people <laughs> dumb know? as hell, man? I'm but, dumb as fuck, and I'm not, and I'm. But that's really why I'm not even not really dumb, like, like I'm not into like politics or anything like that because I don't I don't. Yeah. When it comes to like politics and and w whether it comes down to like actual politics or like if we're talking about race or police brutality, mm. I tend to stay out of all of it because. Like you said, people are, for me, the way I see it is people are going to be ignorant no matter what. People are going to have these beliefs no matter what. If you give somebody a platform who is also ignorant, people follow suit. And that's a them problem. I'm not worried about that. So, like, to me, like, speaking out against it is taking up way too much of my time and energy. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I, I it's not everybody's job to do that. So, I, I like, yeah. let it live in that way. But I feel like you can, because I've had my mind changed about things like, People aren't just set in what they believe from like day one of birth, like conversations yes. and TikToks and shit that people watch, like really crafts and molds and makes them think like, oh, wait, maybe I don't, you know, maybe I do deserve a minimum wage, like a livable wage or what? Like it, it makes people think about shit like that. But let's get yeah. into some, some, some of these uh, dumb topics if, if y'all are game, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it now seems like a good yes. time. So welcome everybody to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating and sex work podcast in the universe. It's your boy Eddie. It's Josh. Joined today <laughs> by Zoe Sin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Of> <laughs> OnlyFans, <laughs> pornography, and recent social media fame. Do, do, do. Ooh la la. <laughs> 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 dun, 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 or however the fucking beat goes. <laughs> Did y'all watch that clip of old boy who was taking care of his wife's sick and disabled ex-husband. I mean, who's going to want to take on somebody who still loves their former husband? 
but James surpassed all my dreams I had of how a future partner could love Brandon. James has never expressed or shown any jealousy. He's never questioned my unwavering love for Brandon or given pause to the role B plays. <sighs> or and would y'all want that done for you? Okay, you get to a car first, accident, crazy. First of all, pull the plug. If I cannot feed myself, shit on my own, shower uh, on my own, I can't speak. I just, I don't think that's a good yeah. way to live. Little I would not bag. pull the plug. Pull the fucking plug, please. Don't put me through that, because. When I see people like that, I guess I wouldn't call it like a vegetative state, but like damn near. Um, he just has a little bit of movement, but he can't like do anything mm. on his own. I we don't actually know if there's parts of his brain that can actually still like we don't know if he's like fucking if crying on there. the inside. Right. Yeah. He might be on some if he's even not there, inside. or maybe he is, and he just literally cannot show emotion. He can't say words. He's just sitting there like right. probably just dying on the inside, Facebook. but he has to eat. So his her his ex wife's new husband has to feed him. He. I don't know if he's sitting there like just like he just wants to fucking die. Or yeah, like, you really imagine tiny. he in the chair sitting in the living room, they fucking in the bedroom, and he's just still no. faced like, oh, give it to me, John. Yeah. Oh, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, okay, so in his defense, though, and so I'm told I'm 100% with you because I, like, yo, I don't, mm -mm, that's yeah. not the way I want to live. Um, but no, wipe my but ass. In, the, in the paralyzed guy's defense, he was expressing emotions of happiness and smiling you yeah. know it's kind of like that you know hey you know i hey, you know like he was happy to see <laughs> oh like, he, no he fucked oh. with the dude like he fucked with the current boyfriend i mean well you or, really uh, don't have a choice husband. yeah i was gonna say because like, think about it like somehow what? right he could be getting abused like no nah, because like no nah, because it's like it's like on some it's kind of like you your mental state regresses in a in in terms of like what you might be able to express right mm. he can yeah. still express pleasure contentment I'm good. I'm I'm happy. Joy, or the motherfucker yeah. could be upset. And in the videos, when the when the current husband was interacting with the ex husband, they mm. seemed like besties. They did. They did. I was just being negative, but I was just thinking like, if if I if you were in that situation and you knew your options were, be cool with the nigga that's now fucking your your ex wife, or maybe get put in a home where they're fucking you up. It's like you probably would be like, hey homeboy, who's my you know like you would probably would be on some friendly shit with the husband because like he's taking care of me so you would accept shit that you wouldn't usually like what what's he gonna do he has no choice like he has no choice you see if he was because the second come on if yo if your wife ex-husband who's in a wheelchair you're taking care of him the second that motherfucker gets snippy you're pulling out the brochures for for the nursing homes like so he would have to be nice i at the same at the same time i still i think that the wife is extremely selfish for so? keeping for keeping him like that because i get i would mm. like did they have kids or something did she say yeah but i feel like it's selfish like a lot of a lot of quote-unquote good people doing good deeds is indeed selfish so i feel like she probably did what's she that. supposed to do let him go there's no like I, to I don't death know. i don't know <laughs> set him out to pasture is that what <laughs> yeah, she means like, she's supposed to shoot this nigga like going the old way of old you going the way of old way everything I'm will be all right sure. <laughs> i'm pretty sure there was a time when they were in the hospital and they were like hey there is no way for this man to take care of himself at all he will need 100 percent like 24 7 yeah. care are you willing to do that but no. given, what? Those, given those two options like she the, the, the option isn't to kill him right to euthanize what if, what if they had an option <laughs> like, like she just said shoot this man <laughs> you know, that's the unselfish thing C. to do um, <laughs> you cold as hell she really <laughs> said yo I as an act of care just kill this that. man 
not kill him, but like get get like a I don't know, maybe there's like a state subsidized program for him to have like a 24-7 hospice nurse, something like I could not do that. And I also believe that, you know, how they say like God doesn't give you what you can't handle. So they would probably give me that because I'm sorry. Because I can't do it. Get somebody else to do it. But the the universe knew that she handle that. So that's her her life. That's her job. But I still feel like it's selfish. That seems the opposite of selfish to me because it's it's not like she's it's not like she's making her current husband do all of the care. And when I think about it, like if 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 I was like that, if I was like fucked up enough to where my mind still works, but my body doesn't. And this person who I love and maybe have spent years in a relationship with was like, yo, we a relationship isn't going to work. I want to move on. Yeah. Would you rather live with me? <laughs> would you rather live with me and I take care of you or would you rather get put in a nursing home? I'm choosing her take care of me if she's willing to do that. Like a nursing home is not a good option. Like twenty four hour hospice care versus being part of a family yeah. and being like, I'm. That seems. The but I'm all about being realistic. Me. Like, how long can you do that for? Can you do that for, for like thirty? For life. No if you if you can do it, you can do it. It's easy to say it. Yeah. No. Are you look, saying of that course, you of could do it? No. Or just no, a person? Baby. Okay. All right. No. All right. That's what I be talking about, man. Well, look, look I'm not saying I would. <laughs> no, I'm talking about if I'm the differently abled gentleman. If 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 it's me that can't move, then you need to take care of me for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? But mm. if it's you, hey, look, I'm sure we can find you a lovely home. Let's let's look through the brochures together. I'll hold them up for you. I'll turn the pages. Obviously, I know you're gonna have struggle a little bit with that. So. Which one do you want? Green Gable? Yeah. Do you want the blue apartment? Like, where do you want? You know what I'm saying? Well, do you green want Gable. Well, I was very specific. Green... Right. Well, well, check this out though. Like, Auburn what Pastures. If, what if the uh, the paralyzed ex husband was st- was like was still cheating on his wife? Like one day she just comes back home and then finds him like in bed with another woman. Wait, the the paralyzed man. The paralyzed man. Like, yeah, how would that? Like, you gotta allow that. That's not cheating because she got a whole new un un yeah. like walkable man. Mm. Like, are you telling right. me when they're at home that she's not giving him a little handy wackadoodle every now and then? Oh, you think she's still fucking the ex-husband a little bit? Like, you know, if, if he could, if he could use his dick. If he can't, if, if it were, if it's functional. Yeah, honestly, I think, that I look, If okay, we've, all, we've talked about the, the paralyzed man. We've talked about the wife. If I'm the new husband, mm. I, I, I'm, I'm almost inclined to say allow it. I, I, yeah, oh. I get that, but I'm almost like, look, man, he ain't got nothing in his life. I know he's not a threat to me. I know you're not finna leave, like, leave me for him. Probably, like, I take care of him. It's a terrible situation. If you want to hit him with a handy every so often, ugh, I might gotta let that. At that point, it's a poly relationship. I, th- I mean, look, if I'm wiping, people. if I'm wiping another man's ass, we all go together at that point. Like, this is a big I happy mean, yeah. family. Like, come on, you can't. <laughs> Yeah. That that the, the level of closeness that you would have to have to that ex-husband to where you're taking care of yeah. him is like we this we're not a couple we're we're a triple like this this we're, we're all in a relationship together. we're a throuple this is all a relationship like and I think it would probably just be a, like all love like especially if now I wonder if the, the ex-husband or the husbands were like previously friends or something because I'm like mm, homeboys, damn that's even you know like the the like the husband's friend was just waiting for his turn and oh mm. my god thank mm. god that her husband is now mm. like disabled now i can just slide my way through. there are so many yeah but you can have my girl that... if you're taking care of me like that though you know what i'm saying like what were my options, options 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's he gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna take your bitch. What you gonna do? What you gonna do about it? <laughs> you what you trying to get you into? Shit to him every morning. You gonna turn yeah, the wheelchair up to maximum power? Come on, you. What you? you yeah, can't catch yeah. me. I know you heard us last night, huh, my nigga? Yeah, yeah. You ain't never <laughs> did it like that before, cuz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, told, yeah you remember when we was in seventh grade? Yeah, you remember Charlize? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the long game. The, <laughs> I've been playing it forever. Day one. We find out he cut the dude's brakes. Listen, we've been sitting here for a minute. I need to go use the bathroom real quick. Yeah, yeah, no, go for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine him 100% being like, I cut the brakes. It was me, Barry, the whole time. <laughs> it was me, Barry, the whole time. <laughs> but okay, so if you were the if you were the husband, do you think you could do it? The new husband, the new husband. The new husband. Look, I can't I can't do a lot of regular relationships like off off right now bro. Like, said, I, mean, I can't like, even be in love with one person nigga like barely like, I, yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, shit and you got you got a whole situation pair, your situation like i mean He's like a whole paraplegic <laughs> yeah i'm i'm trying to be that's i'm i'm, I'm no, right no, no that's board. literally okay, no no okay. you're that's literally you're good i mean look okay. maybe alvin would this i'm saying you're good I th- okay cool I you got a paraplegic you. problem I mean, that's fine you got that pp but yeah okay I I don't think I could do it, but once again, I I don't think I could do like many relationship type situations. You know, I'm easing my way back into it, trying to anyway. Mm. But my thing is with the wife. I think she got that real PP. What you mean? She got the what? She got that real paraplegic problem. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Well, that's one PP, but oh, that penis psychosis. Her pussy and personality must be phenomenal. Mmm. That pussy personality power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for the new husband. Mm-hmm. Got it. It's gotta be. Gosh, it's gotta be. Slap. I've never had no pussy so good that I was like, this I would wipe another man's ass to, to retain access to this. Or or okay. the man okay. just has low self esteem. Mm-hmm. Low self worth. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, because yeah. I don't I don't think yeah. any or they're just I'm they're both build her up. people with really yeah, big exactly. hearts. <laughs> like they're just really just big hearted. They yeah, just don't give. They just don't look at the world the way we do. They look at the world more of like a, this is a person. That's real. I'm kind of going down that rabbit hole of that mindset of of like treating people as people before anything else, like their roles, their gender, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So like I could see, I could yeah. see like if we both honestly just all like really enlightened, spiritual, Buddhist type people, where there's like a person is a person no matter mm. their disability status or anything like that. I could see that. That would make sense, but well, I not for know. you. Because I don't know. Yeah. And like, I have a big heart, but my heart's ne- probably it's never going to be big. that big. Yeah. No, I haven't done. You haven't done ayahuasca yet. Okay. Because mm. once you I've do that, to. your ego does. I've done DMT before. DMT. You have? What was that like? Okay. Yeah, I, I the, really want to do it. It. So we were coming down off of an LSD trip. So an LSD trip probably lasts six, maybe eight hours, and we smoked some weed. And it was my ex-boyfriend at the time. I think I was like 21 years old. And his friend who we were doing it with was like, do y'all want to smoke some chonga? I'm like, what the fuck is chonga? He's like, I like a form of DMT. I was like, cool. I was scared shitless because I had seen like simulations of like what it's like to do a DMT DMT trip Mm. or where people Mm. like set up their phone and they go into the trip and they're like, like just paralyzed like that. Oh, yeah. It looks terrifying. But when I did it, my experience wasn't anything crazy. I remember there was a tapestry in front of me and it had like mm. a, like a mandala type um, design. I looked at it as I was going into the trip 
and kind of in a way got sucked into it as like the whole room became that piece That's of tapestry right. which is like cool and then i heard like humming and like a thousand people laughing so it wasn't too crazy how'd you know it was a thousand hmm? you said you heard a thousand people laughing. a thousand i'm just saying it was a lot of people okay you okay you're like different chatter and stuff so it was kind of mm. creepy but i didn't have a crazy as they call it like a breakthrough a breakthrough is what yeah. you consider when you meet god yeah, so I, was I didn't just about have to ask that. that. Yeah, you were just in the okay. waiting. I've had more a of a while. breakthrough on shrooms than anything. But DMT, I would do it again though. But I definitely want to try ayahuasca. It feels like when I watch the ayahuasca shit and people do that tea, it's like they're like vomiting and like it's like a it's like a terrible until you actually get into the high. And I'm like, okay, go over there by the fire in the dirt. Go to the dirt. That's it looks pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, it's like, do you need to do, like, it seems like smoking, it just seems like a more efficient way to do it. Like, really, I got to yeah. vomit and get sick and shit myself, and then I go to another dimension, like. <laughs> and then I'm a better person. Like, and then I'm a better person. Like, I don't uh, Trials I'm and tribulations. I'm a bad person. I don't know. I kind of like that, because you got to go, if you have to go through, like, adversity right. to get to, like, like, the really birth. good part. Yeah, yeah. like, you're paying, you're paying the price up front. You know what I mean? I mean, that's life in general. Exactly. You, you got to go through. So, I mean, it, with ayahuasca, yeah. it's just a very, like, immediate thing. Yeah, that's like the thing with DMT though, because person, yeah. so I saw this video um, night before last where this guy was talking about um, his uh, his experience with DMT. He was like, the guy that gave it to him was like, okay, we're gonna smoke it and make sure you take three hits. You take one hit, it's not gonna be it. Take another hit. He took the second hit, started panicking because the mm -hmm. room just started doing all sorts of shit, and he just started mm -hmm. to like go off somewhere. <laughs> and he's like, I heard the dudes like. One more hit. Take one more <laughs> From hit. From another dimension. <laughs> and he was like, he saw the panic on my face. He said, one more hit. He's like, I took it. He's like, that's when I met God. That's when everything just opened yeah. up. Maybe you only took the first hit. experience that meeting God, like one thing I know all psychedelics have in common is that yeah. when you're on them, you understand like all, all of the, the monetary things fade away. Like yeah. one thing that I will always think of, and the reason why I think the way I do now about money, is I remember my first like shroom trip, I thought I was like, oh my God. Like once I was like deep into like tripping fucking balls, I was like, damn, like this shit don't matter. Like none of this shit matters. Status doesn't matter. The money doesn't matter. It's just sadly that's that. And that's where I got also that the idea that humans are the only species on earth that have to pay to live here, pay to live comfortably. And so like, I feel like you, you realize once you're on shrooms or any kind of psychedelic that you come to the conclusion that like, we are one. We are everything. Everything is us. We None of this world, shit matters. Yeah. You really, really, really get that idea. So I'm not going to say you need PMT or ayahuasca to get to that. You just have to be maybe about to prove for LSD. But, oh, the same. it's the same consensus I've seen that people say once they've hit that that ego death is that yeah. nothing matters. And it's that we're all one. We're all Very spiritual yeah. experience. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Does wonders for um, mental health and, like, could do so much good for mental health applications if it was introduced into therapy or, you know, Yo, whatever yeah. shit. But yeah. I, we we both had like a similar, <laughs> a similar reaction. <laughs> to what? But <laughs> Zoe said, we're the only species that has to pay to live. I was like, well, yeah, given the alternative. I mean, it's but no, up. I disagree. Like, that's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> I well, feel let, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was, I was just saying real quick, like, 
Nature is metal as fuck. Like, given the alternatives, because like them niggas is fighting for their lives daily. Daily. You a goddamn antelope? And I'm like, if you gave an antelope the option of working in McDonald's to pay to live, that motherfucker would immediately say yes. It's rough as hell out here. You ever seen? You ever seen like a goddamn wildebeest get eaten from the asshole first by a leopard or some shit? That motherfucker is not like. But I'm I'm free. I'm a, I'm free in the world. I don't have to I don't have to work in cap, under capitalism. Like, but he's not thinking about that. It's bad, but like I've I've never almost been eaten, like not once in my life. True, true. But that's where human, that's where the complexity of being a human comes in. That yeah. we yeah we yes. don't have to live barbaric. But yeah. I feel like well, some, some, I, I feel like there's a better way. There's a better way to do this I agree. thing. No, like, 100%. There's, there's got to be a better way, but that's never going to happen unless like everybody now like just goes away and we start again. But at that same time, it's I feel like that's that's the nature of evolution. Like when every time you see like an apocalyptic movie, what always happens? The people, you know, they start this like um, collective. Yeah, they start this collective, and what happens? Someone always ends up in charge. Someone mm-hmm. always, always has, to, like, has to be lower. Yeah, like so I feel like it's always. If we try to restart society, it's always going to inevitably happen like that. Someone's always going to have Ego. to be charged. There has to be it's, a exactly. Yeah, it's but like it's. I mean, I, I don't see an issue with somebody being in charge, but like the implication of that is the distribution of power, and then like the ego that mm-hmm. comes with it. And even if you do have like a person that is like good, righteous, and pure of heart that's in charge, it's always going to be that one little evil motherfucker that's in the corner plotting and scheming because mm-hmm. he want what you yeah. got and like he want more. You know what I mean? So. I think once ego, once human beings can rid ourselves of egos, we're going to be just stuck in this cycle. Yeah. And I feel like people definitely think, especially Gen Z definitely thinks that we're going to be the generation that does that. And I I don't, it's got to be, it's going to be millennia until that fucking happens. If we don't blow each other up first in the process. Which may happen, but I feel like we need to have like just AI run this whole shit. Like I feel like if you get like one good clean computer running everything so it's not, you know, people fighting for power and shit. Feel like that could be the wave that might be the new iteration of where everything just settles the fuck down like like yeah, i know i've seen terminator but they fucked it up you know what i'm saying like you just gotta you gotta do it different how than how they did it but my thing about ai too is like humans create ai so how good can ai be if it has the biases of humans I mean, unless the humans create, too. are also these magnificent humans which they're not oh true you know so, I, so we I gotta have know. some monks we gotta have some some buddhist monks make an ai and then but they're have not that to. take over the whole world that's true. They just yeah. be chilling. They, they really just spend a lot of time like punching bricks and stuff. I'm like, why are y'all doing all that? Like, I know, like y'all spend all this time to get to Nirvana, and you're just like making little like sa- like making sand art and karate chopping cinder blocks all day. Like, what is that hey. even? For? Like, why? That who is, are you even fighting? That is okay for one. That's, that's one type of Buddhist. Oh yes. Oh, that was deep. Wait, what you say? Deep. They're fighting said, themselves. I feel like at the end of the day, we're our biggest Ooh. worst enemy. Me. I hold my biggest demons. I hold my like. I I hold me back. Okay. Wait, are you Buddhist? I I got confused. So okay, so I used to be when I was like seventeen, eighteen. I I dabbled in it, but oh, my, I, look, I I'm, retract my previous statement. I didn't realize we had Buddhists in the room. I didn't well, mean to offend not, anybody. I'm, not I'm sure really, you I'm punch not bricks religion. for a good reason. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the teachings and stuff, like the, the becoming one with everybody and that mm-hmm. no one's better than the other person, all that kind of stuff. There are Buddhist teachings, I guess, 
I haven't picked up a book like that in a while, but I've been thinking about it. My boyfriend, he, he studies Buddhism mm. and he's explained to me and I'm like, well, that's kind of what I already believe. I don't it, care about what other people are doing. I care about mastering my own self and becoming the most enlightened version of my own self and tearing down all my biases and standards and selfishness to become the best version of me. So would I consider myself a Buddhist? No, not yet. Cause I haven't, you know, mastered all of the, the teachings four elements. and stuff, but I would consider myself like I, I definitely will go along with their core beliefs. Yeah. You got some Buddhist tendencies. Some Buddhist okay. beliefs for sure. You know? Buddhist for sure. Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what's the what's the long term goals look like? Like what's the what's the it seemed like you were implying like you got a you got like the five, ten year plan of like the kind of person you're trying to be or the type of life you want to lead. Like what's that look like? Um I I guess like my end goal of a person I'm trying to be is the utmost loving and caring and in a good sense of I can be selfish at times and selfless because right now I'm my my selfish level is extremely high but <laughs> I'm not taking care day, of my ex-husband if he get hit by a fucking car I don't think I'd ever want to be home. that selfless yeah okay but I'm gonna choose me you know what I mean but I, I want to be a very very sweet open mind because I used to always call myself like open-minded like oh, I'm so open-minded I'm so open-minded but I'm still I was still being a bitch I was still not listening to other people's stories I have to give credit to my partner that I'm with now who's helped me open my eyes that I'm not done healing I'm not done working on myself I thought I was I really mm -hmm. fucking thought I was like no this is it I'm good like I'm protecting my peace this is amazing but there's so there's so much more that I work that I do. Like I'm like I said, I'm extremely selfish. Like this is one thing that I'm working to tear down is looking at men in my life to be providers and protectors because I didn't have that growing up as a kid. So I'm trying, you know. So I, I might always talk about like it's not cool to be a sprinkle sprinkle girly, but there are some times that sprinkle, I still sprinkle. Feel with. What's that mean? Just catch me up on the lingo. Um, a softer way version of calling yourself or being a prostitute, I guess that's what I would say. It's just a soft okay, okay, version. okay, got you. Like, 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 like sprinkle, sprinkle. If you if you can't if you can't provide for my lifestyle, then you're not worth my time. Which to me is okay, fucked gotcha. up because I don't oh, believe that we okay. should be looking at humans like that. Yeah, I used to look at men that way, like quite literally very recently. Like I think I changed my mind when I a met my days partner. ago. Okay, uh, you see a few days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about yeah, New Year's, New Year's. No, it's a new, it's a new me. That was a, that was old. Right. That's that was old shit. Yeah. I used to believe that. New body, it, baby. Yeah, then it turned Wednesday, and I said I'm not like that no more. <laughs> That's me. As soon as as soon as I get a new belief, I really act like any shit that I, any yeah. fuck shit that I said before from the old belief wasn't me. But you said yesterday, hey 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 hey. I don't know about that. That's not me. I anymore. had an ego That's death. Yeah, I'll gaslight the shit out of you. That's not me. Yeah. I'm, I'm Buddhish. I'm Buddhish. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Reincarnation. <laughs> I'm That's, you know? Yeah. Um, but so my beliefs on it, my stance on it changed when I would. So I was in a relationship last year from June to November. And Are you in that I same was, one or this is the new, this is the new one? New, new person. Okay. Yeah. So when it came into my life, like I was, I was in porn. I was deep, the whole Whole body was important. I was so deep in porn, and it, like, it was making my head galvanized by porn. I was like, I was raised in it. It was molded by it. By the time I came out of the porn, <laughs> OnlyFans was blinding to me. <laughs> so in my head, <laughs> so so in my head, I, I was like thinking like sprinkle sprinkle. Like you can't pay for my nails, you can't pay for my hair, you can't pay for this gym membership that I'm not. Doing. Um, you can't be my boyfriend. 
And mm. so the guy I was seeing at the time, we got along like white on rice. We were like best friends. That's me. Any partner yeah. I've been with, we were like best friends. Like, mm. so he was willing to change his whole job for me in order to afford me. Um, That's crazy. And so, but I realized, cause I, I quit porn for him after a few months. And mm-hmm. I realized that I became like the stay at home girlfriend. All my shit was taken care, care of and paid for it. And I realized after a while, after sitting as a stay at home girlfriend, I literally learned how to cook amazing fucking food. I didn't know I was a good cook until I tried it. I'm glad I did, you know, get to experience that. Cause so I he has an amazing cook. Mm, time to yeah. practice. Okay. So I was doing Very all nice. the stay at home girlfriend duties, and I realized I don't, I'm not doing anything. I'm fucking miserable. Huh? I, so when we, when we got out of that relationship, I realized that I like being creative. I like doing shit. I, I find my value in my work. And it's not that I don't need a man. It's that I want a partner instead of, I don't want to be a wife. I want to be a partner. And so when it came to like the men being the providers and stuff, I didn't become bitter. Like a lot of women do. If they're like, Oh, I don't need a man. I'm hyper independent. Like I, I, I choose me first. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need no man. I can do all for myself. Can I do all for myself? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. But when I met my new partner, I realized I don't have to do it all by myself, but he also doesn't have to be the provider and the, okay, the protector, the physical protector, yes, because I like men bigger than me. I don't, he doesn't have to be the provider because I enjoy what, how I make money. And I realized that the only reason I needed a man to take care of me at that time is because I was coming at that relationship with a lacking mindset because I didn't know what I wanted to do. So once I finally figured out what I wanted to do and started doing it, holy shit, I didn't need a person to financially take care of me. So that last guy, the one who you quit porn for is not the current or like industry porn or whatever. It's not the current guy. So the last guy was paying for the lifestyle. Okay. You broke up with him, went back to porn. And then the new guy is, hey, look, I'm not. Okay. So how did y'all get into like, I'm I'm not paying for shit. Because he was like, I'm going to quit my job. Uh, Yeah. You get out of porn and I'm going to provide. And they're like, you know what? Nah, actually. Uh, I don't like this. Um, Bye. (laughs) And then how did you get the new guy? And how did he, like, how did he get you on board for like, hey, look, you're in porn. That's cool. I'm not paying for nothing. Like, how did that, I'm sure the conversation wasn't exactly like that, but like, how did that happen? So he met me right when I was getting into the influence and stuff. He met me like probably two weeks before I actually went viral for that video. And then I started getting brand deals and all this kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Literally did not have to. And I was already making the decision for my, that's the difference between the last relationship and this one. I was already making the transition out of mainstream porn. I just didn't clarify that I was completely out until I could see for at least two months that I could make a living doing OnlyFans and everything mm-hmm. else. And that's when I decided to be completely out of porn. And so there was no that. conversation that he wasn't going to pay for shit. Okay, first of all, I, I make more money than like 90% of people my age. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend check me because when we first started talking, I had those like limitations in my brain. I was like, oh my God, like he's like my perfect person. I Like he is a great person. He's sweet. He has ambition and drive. His lifestyle though, it just, it didn't match mine. And so I was a little on the fence because he didn't have money like I did. And my friend checked me and, and, and uh, my friend was a guy at the time. He was like, you understand that you're 27 years old. How many 27 year old men that you know are making five figures a month? And I was like, well, none. And the it's guys that I have in this before, in this economy. And I hear, you know, people can say, oh, what about dating a nurse or a doctor? I have. I do not like those men because even a, a doctor, they're, they're, they're brokered in you too still. Because like five figures a month, that's what is that in a year? Not 
That's I millions, mean, that's right? No. no, no, no. It's, I mean, it's, it still, it's still, it's still, it's still six not, figures. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So a doctor might be about what you're making, or like a little bit less, or a little bit more. Yeah, because the the doctor that I briefly dated before on and off for like years was, was making like 500 k a year. He was very well off, but and he that's more emotionally. Than you Hell yeah, that's more than me. Oh my god! Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I make a lot, but like I ain't no. out here making a hundred thousand dollars a month million. on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm just not doing that yet. Um, but would. what I found is I st- I went I sat with myself. <laughs> bust that, bust that pussy up in there, Josh. You can make. I'll be, oh, you can shit, make I'll these be slinging dick on OnlyFans if I can make a fraction of that money, guys. Honestly, you could, but I don't, you'd have to have a different audience. See, you know what I'm saying? Mm, you have to do it. Because yeah, I remember, Zoe, in one of these videos, you said something like, you know, dudes can't bust their pussy open for like that. And I was like, dudes can. Like, if you if if as a guy, if you want to fuck some men for money, you can make probably not as much as a girl, but you can make some money. But I don't I, the, just the fact that men would have to do gay things like gay for pay is on a moral dilemma. That's a moral dilemma. The fact that men have all to. The time. But if but no, it's not the same. But we like girls. We're open. Oh, it's not like the same. I if I y'all did some like gay girls pay more shit, than men, girls wouldn't like me as much. Girls, I would have a problem with dating oh, women. Oh, well, okay, I did that's no, that's that, that's yeah. that's. But if they, only if they find out. But that's the same. But but women have but the same. They, I'm leaving. Right, 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 only if they find out, my nigga. Like we can pimp that asshole, my nigga. We can sell your feet pics, bro. Let me manage you, bro. I'm gonna make you rich. We are gonna take over this whole town. No, but I'm saying like, if a girl does porn, that don't you saying that don't fuck her dating prospects up, like. I, Zoe, I, it does. Having done porn, least, that fucks up what, like how dudes look at you, right? In terms of dating yeah. prospect, right? Yeah. But the way the way I look at it is, I'm already into really, like, how do you say, freaky and open people. Okay. Um, what happened? So, even if I wasn't doing porn, I'd still need my partner to be like very open minded and very. A little freaky, you know what I mean? Whether that means like a shit fucking head tattoos, face tattoos, shit. I just like that the they freaky side of people. Yeah. Very free flowing people. So I feel like me doing porn in a way, yeah, it definitely hurt my dating a little bit, but it weeded out all the boring people. You know what I mean? So I've met yeah. some interesting ass open minded people. So now that I'm, I, you know, I was, I, after my last relationship, I decided not to date while I was still doing porn, but yeah. I still knew that when I got out of porn, I'm still going to have to tell these men that, hey, I was in porn. And that's yeah. still going to negate a lot of people. But so to me, it's like, I'm not saying porn helped my dating. It definitely hurt it. But, but it helped weed like, shit out. In the a way. I wouldn't have never even wanted to marry, actually. Ever. Yeah. So pros and cons like anything else. Win win, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Well, look, I think we're probably going to close it around here unless we've got any particularly salacious hotels that we want to drop or tell or what we got, Josh. Dropping the, the OnlyFans. Oh, I mean. Picks, link. This episode is this the one? If we is this the one? What when I when I drop when I expose my my ultimate host story mm. or something else? Oh, would you like to? It's an ultimate host story. How much we don't know we what got? happened to him. We don't. Yeah, yeah. How, how much time? Because I I know you're at the, at I, the end of your time. So how much time we got? Oh well, end? I was waiting on my boyfriend to get back. He's not back yet to like pack okay, up and cool. leave. So. so what's his ultimate host story? Let's see what Zoe thinks of this. Yeah. Okay. yeah. See what you see what you think what happened because we I, we still don't know what happened to him like we still don't know what this situation even was maybe we you got know. theories yeah. so basically one of the lowest points of my life technically homeless working you know going door to door 
blah, blah, blah. So the person who I was staying with wasn't answering his phone. So I had to meet up my, my friends at this restaurant called Hudson Grill. We on the porch or whatever, like the outside area. And like this woman pulls up in a red Mercedes. She gets out the car. She's looks like she's probably like, you know, early, mid-30s, short haircut. Still beautiful woman. Walk makes a and big line like to me. 20s, right? Yeah. So like she just makes a beeline to me. And like the look on her face is like she's, you know, she's trying to get into something. We talking, oh yeah, mind you, she's on the phone this entire time. Like she walks up to me, mm -hmm. she's on the phone, like talking to somebody, and, but she's having a full on conversation with me, flirting with me. At one point, just to kind of let me know how serious she was, she like grabbed my dick. Like she actually put her hands inside my pants and like grabbed my shit. And she was like, and I was just like, I was like, you know, I gave like yeah. a smile, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I'm like, and, I'm, and she's on the phone, and I'm like, is this real? So I just grabbed a titty, and then she gave me the look, like, yeah. We can do this. And so, are we in the middle of a restaurant still? We're in the middle of a restaurant. Bar we're, and grill. We're, 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 in the, we're in the cut like outside on a patio type situation. Like It's late Mezzanine. at night, mind you. We ain't just busting it wide Al open in public. Okay. Yeah. So she was like, all right, well, um, you know, come back. You're trying to come. I'm like, okay. And she's on the phone the entire time. So we go back to her car. And I'm like, wait a minute. I said, like, are you trying to set me up? And she looked at me crazy. She's like, set you up with sex? I ain't had nothing to say to that. I was like, ah, you got me there. <laughs> you got gamed. That's the, that's the, that she, she hit you with some game. <laughs> right? <laughs> we get in the car. We go back to her spot. When I walk in, it's like dark. And in the back of my head, I'm still like, okay, I get, this could be like a setup. I might be about to get robbed, get killed. Not that I got anything from the rob me, but, you know, it could be bad. So I got a pen in my pocket. I'm like, niggas is getting stabbed. Like, eyeballs are getting taken. Okay. I ain't going out without a fight. You know, he probably wouldn't have won, but you know. Oh, I wouldn't have, but like, just the fact is, like, y'all niggas was gonna regret that shit. That's all yes. I'm thinking about. It wasn't gonna be easy. The booty is mine. It belongs to me. You cannot take my booty. So it's dark, <laughs> and like, there's a hallway, right? And I just see like this big ass TV, and it's football playing, and there's a girl under a robe, like she's got like a blanket. She's under a blanket with a bonnet on, right? I'm like, okay, football. What the niggas at? Okay, coast is still clear. Mm. We just gonna call the. The person that picked me up, the initiator, the initiator just goes upstairs and leaves me downstairs with this random girl mm. on this L-shaped couch. And I'm just sitting there like, okay. So chick number one, the girl that's sitting at the bottom on the uh, couch, she just started talking to me like, so how do you know such and such? I'm like, uh, we just kind of met. You sure that's, your, that's, that's, that's not your girlfriend or nothing? I was like, oh, yeah, nah, nah, it ain't nothing like that. The initiator comes back downstairs. She leaves. Chick number one just says, um... Come here. So I just like scooted over. She's like, come closer. So I just like, scooted over a little bit more. And she just whips off the blanket and she's butt ass naked underneath. She's like, in my mind, I'm like going crazy, but outwardly, I'm just trying to play everything so cool. And I just said, is that right? And I just started sucking on tits. <laughs> and like, she was just like, talking, like it's oh, such yeah, a good line. I was just <laughs> <laughs> like, she made a point where it tits. Right? <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Mm, indeed. And oh yeah, mind you, I keep on forgetting. Like, she's on the phone. Chicken oh wait, one the, is also girl on the one is also on a phone. Girl the phone one is the also on the phone. Like, they all got everybody in this story. They're communicating they're on walkie the talkies. They're communicating. Okay. Yeah. As soon as like you know, I started you know doing like the breast action, whatever. She just started talking shit. Oh my god, you already know what to do. You doing da da da. Just started talking cash shit. And she's like, you got the condoms. I was like, yeah. And I gave it to her. Put she put the condom on with her mouth and never had that shit done before. That was cool. And, this like, is next like, dexterity. I know, right? 
Mm, what about it, girl? Give me head in that bonnet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with the bonnet on. <laughs> so we're going at it like for a little minute, and then and she's talking shit. Like I have never had somebody like just talk so much like sexual shit, like praise shit. But she's, she's still on the affirmation. Phone? Yes, yes. It's she, she's. It's also kind of like a level of perform. I, I feel like there was some level of performance. Because, like she was like, doing it for the, the phone. End, exactly. Like, was also yeah. kind of like getting off on like sex too. And she was just like, hold on, hold on. Old girl's coming back. Like, put your clothes back on. Don't say anything. Like, we didn't do anything. Whatever. The initiator walks back in the house, goes upstairs, don't say shit to either one of us. Doesn't even look in our direction. And I'm just kind of looking like, okay. And then she comes back downstairs and just walks right back out. Me and chick number one, we just look at each other like, what was that about? I was like, I don't know. Like, you live here. Like, you tell me. She was just like, um, so can I have some more? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, why not? Shit. You know I mean, hell, I, I got fucked up my so. chances <laughs> you know, I got, I got some more to give. Chick number one, he was like really petite. Then there was another girl that came in. Not compact. Yeah, yeah. She was she about petite, two feet tall. You know, yeah. thin girl. Um, so, so the other girl just comes in. She goes upstairs, and I, and she was like, um, "Hey, my friend said she might want to join us." And I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, am I about to have a threesome, nigga? This is already crazy enough. And I was just like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, shit, she want to. Yeah. And I can't remember in what position I was in for my dick to just be out on this couch while me and her are still doing something. But chick number two comes back downstairs, reaches over the couch, and grabs my dick and says, okay, yeah, I might want some of this. Like, This sounds like a fucking home. Like, this just sounds unreal. Yeah, I know, right? See, it, it, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, yeah. even with you and your profession, like, you you can't... You, like, <laughs> you and your you're profession. Just, <laughs> you're you in the profession that this would happen therapist. in. <laughs> even in your line of work, you even as a person <laughs> like, who's done wild. porn, you're like, this seems like porn. <laughs> this is why Chick number two walks back downstairs, and I just look over my shoulder, and she's butt-ass naked, and, like, she's thicker, like, long black hair, like, around here light skin but about your complexion and i'm just and i just and i said to myself well i mean whatever um and i just just said to myself myself. i said oh my god i get to fuck you too (laughs) and they literally tagged out like they they them girls actually tagged out because chick number two was on the phone me and chick number two started messing around and by the way like this is like one of some of the this was actually the safest sex i've ever had in my life they for one they wouldn't let me like put my bare hands like on their vagina because I tried to like you know I tried to I'm trying to return the favor she put the condom on with her mouth and shit I'm trying to return the favor I'm a pleaser so she was like no she moved my hand away and she was like well if you want to do that you got to go wash your hands I said yes ma'am and I respected that because when was the last time hand sanitizer you might have asked somebody to wash their hands or you wash your hands before you put your mitts down there you know mm-hmm. you know what I mean people out you here changing oil and changing tires and touching doorknobs and shit like you don't right. want that on your clip you're just taking your hands down there with the assumption that it's clean like that ain't they're definitely know? not hands are disgusting so we went and washed my hands and me and this girl actually had like a, a chemistry like you know there was a chemistry there because she mm-hmm. taught me some mm. shit breaking bad and let me tell you but mm-hmm, nigga we was cooking up that goddamn uh, that Walter mm-hmm. White Hey. Mm, that oh my pink God. goddamn shit. Let me <laughs> tell you. That blue oh, magic. pink man. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> when I was like, you know, going down there with my hand, and she was like, grab it. Have you ever just had a handful of pussy? Hmm. No. About, a, about a half a handful. Half a yeah. handful. 
Yeah. Yeah, just, was it like fat coochie? Like was it, it was some it was some pretty delectable it was not delectable, okay. but some 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 Yeah, we'll just go with fat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Meaty? Meaty. It was a little meaty, not meaty. Mm, it's a meaty uh, vagina. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Wonderful. Yeah, it was a little it was mm. But, yeah, I've never uh, had a full the feeling, pussy. The, the feeling. Yeah. It's just the mm. feeling yeah. of it though. But mm-hmm. I finally get mine. And she just said to me, okay, well, yeah, you can um, put back, you can put on your clothes. Um, oh, but you, do you mind coming downstairs? And I say, okay, well, damn, this is the part where I die. I said, I'm dead. But I had the nigga in the full notion. So, because what's downstairs? Luckily, we go downstairs. There's just like a, it's just like another like a blow up mattress. And then she just says, can I have some more again? That's how you get chained to a radiator, bro. And I'm just like, what the That's fuck? That's an Al-Qaeda shit. And you know. I don't know. You know, it's nothing. You know, nothing's crazy. It's just a just a blow up mattress and a little and a little blanket. And I was, like, well, I, was, I was like, I was like, yeah. I'm thinking like, if you can get it up. Sucks. Right? Yeah. That's like that's what you see in the like crime drama. You know, like you're not true asked, crime. Were they, were they like American? Yeah, they was Ooh. black. They was black women. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That makes it less scary. But if they, yeah, cause so, if they had like Russian accents or some shit, then oh hell no, out, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, you got to get about yeah, it. No, they was they was they was black. It was black girls. Okay. Um, and the chick, she was like, "Yo, can I have some more?" Like, you know, I ain't even get enough ad- adequate enough time to rest. I'm like, "Shit, I mean, if you can get it up, I mean, why not?" So yeah, yeah couldn't get it up. And then, mind you, never, phone never left. She was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, I think he's, yeah, yeah, he, he's done, girl. He's done." It's like, "Okay, well, yeah, put back on your, put back on your pants. You know, my friend will take you back to the car." So we go back upstairs. I see the initiator come back down, come downstairs. It's a townhome, by the way. So the initiator comes downstairs, <laughs> and um, she got another girl with her that I haven't even seen. Like, I don't even know where the hell this girl came from. I'm just in this state of shock and disbelief. Like, this just happened, and y'all going to let me go? Okay. The initiator and this um, chick number three, who I haven't seen before, they take me back to where my car was parked at the Hudson Grill. And on the way there, like, I'm just quiet. Like, I'm just like, how the fuck did this happen? She's like, did you enjoy yourself? I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. A little confused, but. Yeah. 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 I was like, I was like, Thank you. Confused. Thank you. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A blessing. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Ended up spending the night in my car that night, but it was. You slept good, so though, that, for sure. I slept good. Were there cameras in the house? That's what I, I was thinking. I don't That's know. That's exactly I what I was thinking. Like a voyeur cam or something. Mm. I don't know. If there is, like, I would like to were, see it. Or maybe they just, that, because I was going to say maybe prostitutes, but you, you didn't pay them. No, so, no. They, he I didn't even give them gas have, money. Oh, yeah, that was the, yeah, she did ask me for gas money. She asked me for $10, and I, but he I said was no. so broke. I was so yeah. broke. It's not that I would. I, if I trust me, if I'd have had it, yeah. I would have gave it twenty. <laughs> I would have paid okay? more. Yeah, <laughs> I spent my last bit of money on condoms. Like that was. The <laughs> yeah, I got three three options of what could happen. Okay, a, thank you. Because I'm there was so like curious. cameras in the house, and what year was this? <laughs> you could say the general the twenty general. early early twenty tens. Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, never mind. I was gonna say OnlyFans, maybe not. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe nah, some, some cams for some like voyeur thing to put on Pornhub, maybe. Two, they were, that was like literally their whole plan. Like yeah. they're just freaky ass girls in a house and they're like, let's just do some crazy ass shit. Or they three, your friend set you up. Did you say you were with friends? Oh, see, okay. So no, it wasn't my friend because I asked them if they knew my friend and mm. she looked at me crazy, but no, mm. he did not set me up whatsoever. 
it was Are the you... fact was, I'm positive he did not have nothing to do with that. I, I knew he had nothing to do with it. Like by the time I entered the house, because if huh. he would have been there, like he yeah, he wouldn't have missed out. I told him about it the next morning. He was mind blown just like everybody else. But the thing is, they have done this shit before. They've done that before because it was a, it was a, it was almost like a well old machine. Damn near like it was a process. Yeah, it was a process. Yeah. Like she, the, the initiator would go like out, find somebody, line. and you know, the phones were there for for their safety. So if the guys acted mm. up, if it was in danger, I'm pretty yeah. sure the female ninja assassins would have came out. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know. Yeah. That's oh yeah, no girl did ask me have I like when she was sucking my when she, she was giving me head. She said, "You been here before." I was like, like as, I it, as she, she recognized the mouthfeel or something right. like, like I've sucked this dick before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they just planned that shit. I mean, maybe that was just like and they maybe do that it was over and over again. Is it like does that? Do you have you known anyone to have done that kind of thing? Like, is that part of the I've never, freaky side of the sex world? If he paid them, that would make sense. I'd be like, right. oh, okay, you fell for a hooker. Yes, but you didn't get. They uh, only asked for ten dollars, and he didn't even pay that. They only asked me for gas money. And that's why I was going to ask if it was your friend that set you up. Maybe he wants you out the house for a little bit. And there was just. That nigga would have just took would cost? <laughs> If Because that doesn't even sound like a setup. Like if your homeboy does, that's a birthday present. Like yeah. how much would that have right. cost? Like a night with what it sounds like you fucked three to four hookers over the course of an hour and some change. Oh, like not hookers. Sorry, sorry. My fault. <laughs> um, full service sexual workers. Just some wild women doing what wild women do. Okay, but yeah, but you said, but like, if they were to have been, <laughs> this nigga, if they were to have been paid, then they would have been sex workers. In that situation, how much would that cost? <laughs> you back in the early 2010s, treatment. if it was yeah. back in like early 2000s, like 2010, 12, probably maybe just a flat thousand dollars. Do you of, think you got any homies that would be willing to? Honestly, I feel like I, since you were homeless, they should have just paid your rent if it was a like a homie just give, helping you out, like right. a secret admirer. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, there, there was no rent for me for, for to be paid, but but I get you. Like, they could have oh, just true. given yeah. me that your thousand dollars, you know. Um, you yes, I literally car, had right? a. He was just like, no, he's he pent up. Just you know, give him some. some yeah. <laughs> that that's a little crazy, but yeah, I mean, maybe that was. That's like a wild story. I would I would be telling my grandkids about that story. That sounds oh. fun though. Confusing but fun. Com- oh, very confusing, exciting, scary. Um, it was it was all of that. Yeah, but it could have went really bad if anything happened. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. could have fucking died. I would. I probably would. I probably would have gone through with it too. Um, well, look, if you uh, if you walk into a house uh, filled with women who all want to have sex with you with no fucking explanation whatsoever, no cash exchanged. You might be seeing a red flag. Um, but at the same time, if you you know are at a period in your life where you assume that men must be providers, it could be you just waving the red flag. It's been waving the red flag podcast. It's been, it's been Eddie. No, I, I'm not coming after you. I'm just, that's, like, I'm sorry, that's just how it works. That's just, <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good. What the fuck did I do? Goddamn, what we was doing so good this whole time. My story. Why you put me in it? <laughs> <laughs> she just looked at me crazy. Right. Uh, it's Talk been Eddie. <laughs> it's been Josh. Joined today by the wonderful Zoe Sin. Where can the people find you? What content should they check out? Da, 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 da. I mean, the live stream seemed to already be fan. You know, they was they was fans. Oh. So, um, definitely OnlyFans. I mean, but honestly, everywhere OnlyFans, Twitter, 
TikTok is Zoe XN. Every platform is the same. Yeah. There you go. Hop on Patreon if you want to see the full like uh, pre like bonus weeks episode with Zoe. If you want to see our weekly bonus episodes, if you want to join us on live stream, like subscribe to this video, turn on the bell so that you can get all the YouTube you know notifications when each week's episode drops. That's been the pod. We'll see y'all next week. That's it. Did I forget anything? I've been forgetful this nope. week. I get everything. Nope.